Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to October's Very Own, a podcast about Drake by Noisy. This is Dan Ozzy with Eric Sunderman. Hello. And uh, today we have two other noisy folk we have, Lawrence Burney. And Trey Smith, both returning guests. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> I really want some of that Munchies kitchen food, man. Yeah, shout out to Munchies. There's a kitchen here in the vice office for, you know, you little behind the scenes right here. Yeah. Action Bronson makes food sometimes. With some grilled fish. Yeah, they got grilled fish out there. They got yeah. something that looks like pork belly. Yeah. It's pork something, and I'm pretty interested. I hope we get over with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Trey yeah. wants to end the podcast right. now. So let's just burn through this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great episode of October's. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Well, I think that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah, um, Warren, Stray, thank you for being on, yeah, as thanks, always. Yeah, thanks for going. Um, well, was Dan, the, this whole, is the penultimate episode. Yes. We have one more. As we've mentioned, big special guest coming. Big special guest. We've. As you know, we have like a lot of high ups in Vice who have a lot of connections, and yeah, a lot of high ups. We're trying to make something happen, and <laughs> yeah, and we're not going to. We say can't say, but we have pretty big on, special guest for the last guess. episode. <clears throat> um, but before this we get is, that, uh, you know, before you eat your dessert, you got to have your pork belly sandwich. <laughs> Right. It's, not, now it's, not, I it's not a sandwich. It's just there's no bread out there. It's just pork. <laughs> right. That's fine. Perfectly no, good cut carbs. of meat to eat on its own. Yeah. Right. Um, so what are we going to talk about with these fine gentlemen today? Well, I thought for th- this episode, you know, we've talked about everything from whether or not Drake can smoke weed to what Drake Sundays are like to uh, his, the influence of Forty, his producer. To what his what, Saturdays what are like. his Saturdays are like? We talked about his workout routine, um, that time that he got peed on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, except well, we well, didn't well, talk about it because Eric wouldn't let me talk about it. <laughs> um, Trey, speak your truth right now. Uh, I think it's fucking incredible that Drake got peed on and nobody talks about it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's wild and I think it's it's kind of cool that he's able to do this. Can you, <laughs> able, can you anybody tell, anybody okay. else you know? Can you tell the quick just. 10 second version of this story because I had never heard it and it blew my mind also. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, Drake went to whatever that, like, I think it was Paul Walker in T.I. movie. It involved a bank heist or something. Rollerball. That was not it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, Drake uh, went to the premiere, got into it with somebody, and uh, next thing you know, he's getting peed on. And that's a fact. Yeah, what's the source yeah, on this? Yeah, Meek Mill said it at the end of the. Uh, he didn't give no, the whole story, well, but this no, is the, this Meek... is the story that was relayed. So Meek Mill said, "Yeah, and remember the time you got peed on." Right. Yeah, but even even if nobody knew any of this story and all, the fact that nobody paid enough attention to that line is nuts. People just ignored it, and it's like the people that people willing to do that for Drake, I think is a great sign of like what kind of following he's built true. for himself. Because imagine if it was like J Cole that got peed on. Oh. We'd still be talking about. Wasn't that part of Meek's um, his Twitter rant at the time? 
Or was it in the song? It was in the song. It was in the song. It was yeah. how he ended it. It was like the very last. Which line. how is that not what the entire song is about? That's I mean that's the that's more of a question for Meek Mill I think. Like he it, it, it I make a whole mixtape about how my enemy got peed on. Right. I mean, yeah. I I think a lot of people would, it, but it's the funny too. The intro would be called the trickle. Shout out to um, <laughs> okay, that was funny. <laughs> shout out to uh, Sauce Waka's uh, diss for Drake that was called oh, whack when to just, whack. When he just called him a cracker like the entire yeah, time, and he yeah. says those lines like he 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 doesn't let up on the peeing on that one. But everybody else on Earth, man. Could, man. If you were, if you were. Like, if I make, got peed on, I'd move cities. I feel like if you were making a, a song about Drake getting peed on, you would just have like an endless stream of material to pull from. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, we, we got that. <laughs> well, so this is a good I way. I mean, that would go straight to number one or maybe even number two on mm. the on the Billboard <laughs> chart. Right, okay, one. all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> number one is what we, is uh, pee when you have yeah. a little kid. Yeah, no, I like, get it. You have it. to go number one or number two. Yeah. Um, well, why, did, a, why did those get attributed? Those numbers, by the way, I don't know. But number I, one, like, seems like a more urgent number, and I feel like poop. <laughs> yeah, we should switch it, it, but I feel like it's gonna get confusing up front. I also like to call Jack and Off going number three. Okay, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> What's number four? So this is a good segue. Number four is like, <laughs> like puking. We don't have one for puking. Like, oh, do you have to go number four? Wouldn't that be like number like two and a half? Because it's between, yeah. It's, poop it, and it's, pee. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so this is a good segue. We to start a timer. Um, How long uh, do you think we've been talking? We've been about talking. Poop? I think uh, too long. <laughs> okay. We've been talking for thirty goddamn days. Um, the thing that we actually want to talk about today, uh, which uh, it, it is something that we have not addressed in an episode this. This uh, season, yeah, <laughs> we're doing season, yeah, the series. This series. Um, You're doing great. It, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're doing great. Uh, is basically Drake's influence um, on rap, which is a very uh, big topic, and I think that we've gotten into different things about that on this podcast, but we haven't kind of specifically talked about the generation of rappers that has followed Drake, um, and he's like, I mean, he's. He's 31 now. I mean, he's becoming like a legacy artist at this point. And so I think something interesting to think about is, you know, how, one, he's staying relevant, but two, um, the generation of artists uh, who, you know, we're talking about constantly, we're covering on Noisy, we're writing about, like, kind of where his influence is seen with them. And so kind of on that, I'll kick it to you guys to just get maybe what are your general thoughts on that and where are you seeing it happen? I don't think his influence is as great as people make it out to be. Okay. I think there are more influential people who kind of get ignored. Like, Soulja Boy is highly more influential than Drake, as is Chief Keef, as is Lil B, as is Kanye, as is Cuddy. And it's kind of weird that we put Drake on this pedestal as like a huge like oh we're gonna remember him for creating this person that person the other I think there are definitely certain artists but as like just uh, overall in the genre mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah yeah interesting yeah I think it's one of those it's super hard to pin down mainly because Drake at this point has been around for so long and also I think what people associate most with Drake is the fact that he sings a lot but I can't say that he's the reason that more that artists are more prone to sing now. I think, if anything, he's definitely helped 
blurred the lines of what an artist is at this point because mm-hmm. it's so many people now it's like even when writing it's like I don't know if I should call this person a rapper or a singer it's like they're a singer but they're definitely still operating within hip hop music so I can't quite call them an R&B singer but at the same time they do both I think Drake has made it harder to define what artists are or what artists are trying to be yeah. like like A Boogie for instance is probably the the most the the easiest contemporary artist to trace back to Drake because he like rhythmically sings basically like yeah. he's not quite rapping he's not doing ballads well actually he does have a couple he's got a couple <laughs> yeah, yeah he does have a couple ballads but yeah but I they're think ballads it, in like the sense of like Drake ballads like where yeah. they're not shout out to fucking and kissing yeah. which is a great song it's <laughs> awesome I thought yeah. we were just shouting out the acts of fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah nice. yeah I'm into those <laughs> yeah woo but yeah if anything I would say like Drake has I don't know if the word is help or hurt it's just what it is like he's he's made it more difficult to pin down what an artist is and I guess even he is conscious of that because he didn't he doesn't want to be a part of the Grammys because Hotline Bling yeah. Hotline Bling was categorized under rap which upset him yeah but he also raps and wants to be respected as a rapper yeah it's interesting thinking about his influence like it I would agree that he's like not like a soldier boy or a little B, but his influence on he's kind of like a Kanye in that like he's changed the perception of what the genre is, which I think is pretty significant to think about. Like him not him refusing to have his more life considered for Grammys is like a very uh powerful statement i think mm-hmm. um <clears throat> a year after frank ocean did it yeah yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah good point <laughs> not saying that he's bite i'm just saying like it's it's no you can say that if you want yeah, yeah. i think we're all gonna I, I, I mean maybe I, don't know. I, I think he's he's genuinely upset about the hotline blank thing i think he really mm. that really did bother him but i think him and frank ocean doing it is making a bigger statement because it's like, how much does this actually matter? Right. How do you guys view, or how do you see Drake's, like, how are we going to look back on this era of music with Drake, do you think, in like 20, 30 years? Like, I feel like we're starting to think more about, I mean, I don't know, I'd like listen to Take Care earlier this week, and it's still, I mean, it's awesome as six years old at this point. It's my favorite Drake record. But like, and I, it holds up, and I think it's it, it. But I'm curious, like, what what do you like? How do you think time is going to treat Drake? It's an impossible question to answer, but I'm physically curious. he's going to age he, very yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's like, as we talked about, he's he's in the gym a lot. I think he's going <laughs> to look like a very handsome older man. Yeah. Personally, that's he's, he's going to get all like the Jeff Goldblum love that he gets nowadays. Like yeah. thirty years from now, yeah. like Drake's going to be that Jeff. Goldblum. He's going to get like some salt and pepper soon. Like, yeah, definitely. Not, yeah, he's going to get like, and then like maybe a little flex in his beard. I, actually, I see Drake dying his hair. Think really? So? Yeah, yeah. For the first like couple years, and when he starts getting like gray foxes, <laughs> yeah, then he's going to embrace it. At it some depends point. on when. If, yeah. if it starts early, then like if, before he gets out of his thirties, maybe. We're also going to see Ball Drake at Do you one think point. he's well, do you think he's dying his hair now? 
I mean, he's well, 31. That's, that's none of my business. I'm just saying this Maybe. is what I see happening. Yeah, it does feel like it's been getting darker. Like if you look at the glossy <laughs> days, darker. He's kind of got. <laughs> he's kind of got almost like a light brownish hair in Degrassi, but yeah. now it's like. Very, very black. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> maybe. Is this a fact? I, I don't know. I'm I not mean, basing this on science. It's just kind of a feeling. <laughs> no no disrespect to Drake, if you, but I also say let the salt and pepper come out. That's cool. I think it would It would be cool. Yeah. I mean, as far as Drake's legacy. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, it's, get it's, back to the, the actual <laughs> question. Sorry. Drake is a... I just think he's like the first... He's really forcing people within hip hop culture to, to just think in a completely different way. Because not only is what he's doing musically, not saying that nobody has done what Drake has done. There's plenty of people who have rapped yeah. and sang. Like that's not new at all. But I think what is new is like letting people decide for themselves what he is. Like he's never said like I'm one or the other. He's yeah. both. But also with Drake's albums. I don't know. It's like I think Drake is really good at controlling a moment for whenever he puts out music. But for me personally, I don't revisit his older music that much. I mean, whenever I do, I enjoy it. Like earlier today, I was listening to So Far Gone, Mm -hmm. which to me is like has the most replay value of any of his projects. Interesting. Um, But other than that, I mean, at this point, I just feel like not – Given Drake his proper due, I mean he he's the most impactful or most relevant rap artist of this decade, at the very least. Like I think not acknowledging that at this point is like when people hate on LeBron. It's like what what is the point now? It's like just he's earned <laughs> just to accept it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's earned the right to be considered like if it's either going to be him or Kendrick, like the conversation is going to start and end with them. Like J. Cole is cool, but he's not, he's not dictating culture in any way. Like he's not controlling conversations. Nobody's losing their mind over debating over J. Cole. Yeah. Man, Russ is somewhere furious listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russ. <laughs> Russ is an influence by Drake. Definitely. You know, what you, you know how you're always talking about uh, Drake I hate to even say it because I, I can't wait. Being like King Millennial, yes, you know, you know how you're always talking about that. Yeah, it's well, one of my favorite things to say. The knock on the millennial, or not the knock, the necessity of of the millennial culture is this like gig economy because the baby boomers fucked things up so badly. And time was you could just like have a job and then you work nine to five, and then after like thirty years or whatever, you retired on your four hundred one k. And now it's like people have to have like. 12 jobs and it's like oh i have to also airbnb my apartment and i also have to like work freelance and i also have to have a podcast and like you know all this shit just to like get by and in a way like i think that's applicable here to drake too because like it used to just be like in the 90s like oh yeah you were a rapper and that's what you did you made rap albums and then like if somebody if like dmx like started acting it was like whoa okay like this guy's doing two things but now drake like think about how many hands drake has you know like just like pots he has hands in like everything like Mm -hmm. besides just like acting and like the way he's doing entertainment also the way like lawrence is talking about too like just being mad that he was nominated for like in a hip-hop category instead of just like pop you know like i feel like he's just 
in everything mm-hmm. now. Yeah, and that's right. like what millennials have to do in a way. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't Drake know. is. Well, like, to be fair, like our side gigs are like contracts with Apple. <laughs> yeah, for like nineteen mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. much that was. But he's, he's millennial. On, yeah. <laughs> he's millennial on the greatest possible yeah. scale. You know? yeah, well, yeah, wasn't he like also like honorary GM of the Raptors or something? Yeah, yeah, like that's that. what it's like most millennials. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think, but I do think that like kind of not to say what you like but like he is he is like the drake has turned himself into a brand like right like is that kind of like in the like in a personal brand the way that dan ozzy is a personal brand yeah is, totally, but, exactly but like the in the way, way yeah, but like yeah. it's similar you know marketing yourself and like navigating culture now mm-hmm. like he's doing that probably be, like maybe better than anybody has or like that's kind of i think allowed him to have such like massive so, success so is you it saying, one of those things where like Jay Z walked so Drake could run. Like. I think. I mean, yeah. I think for sure. I mean, I don't think you have Drake doing this now without like. So are you saying that M- Drake is more influential in how to approach being like an A list artist more so than just like his musical influence? Because like, what are we talking about here? His musical influence? Because he's just an A list figure, like a pop culture icon. Yeah. Basically, like I think. Is that where he's most influential then, or like? I mean, obviously, he's most influential because of his music, but the fact that he has the skills to, like, cater to different types of people is just making him something that rap has never seen before. Like, rap at one point was, like, the the voice of... <laughs> I'm not going to say the voice of the voice. Yeah. Of, but, I mean, but the, vo- uh, the voice of a... actually. <laughs> the, voice, the voice of a culture that people needed, like, access to because they didn't know how else they were going to get to it without this person reporting to you what goes on in this world. As opposed to Drake, like, he... He also has that side to him, but he also was an actor. He can speak to mainstream crowds of people that the average rapper just can't translate as seamlessly like he he does it with ease like hosting an award show to like he hosted what was it the the NBA yeah, awards he, he ho- yeah he hosted the NBA awards and he, he hosted he the host SBs, the SBs, SBs yeah, last yeah, yeah. year I think or yeah. he recently hosted the SBs yeah like rappers don't SNL rappers don't do shit like that right? yeah, they have I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today Maybe where Drake's most influential is on the outside perception of rap. Yeah, yeah it's like what you're what I mean. saying. Yeah, do you it's, think it's good for, just in your guys' personal opinion, like, as fans of rap, do you think it's good for the genre? I don't, I don't know if it's good or bad. I just think that Drake is the most... He's the most equipped to be the person that helped rap become the biggest mainstream, the, the biggest genre. Like, I don't think if... I don't know if if Gucci was the biggest rapper, maybe rap wouldn't be where it is right now, like mm. commercially. Yeah, like Drake can be marketed to anybody. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. once moms start digging in. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. yeah. I think Drake's, like, the happiest middle ground. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chance yeah. the Rapper now is kind of going, is taking the baton a little bit. From, you go on Ellen, and that's... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I moms mean, know who you are. Oh, man. I, like I remember... suburban moms. My mom texted me the night that Chance won the Grammy and was like, like, who's Chance the Rapper? I love him. <laughs> you know? And, like... It's like he's like he's kind of almost taking that like kind of like wholesome persona. Well, is like, that because uh, we're trying to just trace the direct influence of Drake on music now? Do you think that Chance is a direct descendant of what Drake started? I think well, it, parts of it. I think he's more. It's not more musically. Like, no, no, not, not definitely not musically. musically. Yeah. Definitely not musically. But as far as being like a a renaissance a renaissance man to a certain extent like somebody that can use rap as a tool for something bigger yeah basically i think i think chance would probably say he he's continuing it like carry the torch from like kanye mm-hmm. but like i think it's in reality more drake yeah maybe all right well let so. me let me ask you this when did drake when was his like sort of like breakout year like at what point 2009 2009 yeah okay well best so, i ever had was, yeah, yeah. So, and then and then you directed that video oh shit i forgot about so thinking that. about music and specifically video. hip-hop yeah. up until then like what changed what do you hear post 2009 that you think you can be like oh i think that's because of drake either that sound or that like marketing of it more college kids rapping, definitely. Mm. Like, not necessarily college age, but, like, kids who went to college. Right. Because you... Before Drake, that was... It wasn't something that people necessarily, like, just didn't do, but, like, it was definitely not something you put at the forefront <clears throat> in presenting yourself or whatever. Rap still kind of had, like, a certain idea of what a mainstream rapper should be, and it was closer to, like, Wu-Tang than it is... Who... who Elsewhere, but like more like closer to Wu Tang than it was like Chance, right? And uh, yeah, so Drake Drake did allow for people to just to kind of be themselves more in presentation, even though it turns out being yourself means being like six hundred other rappers mm-hmm. to a lot of these guys. But uh, yeah, it was that hard exterior kind of first thing. It kind of just disappeared. Like he de- he he. I think he and Kanye really helped like deconstruct and Kid Cudi maybe like yeah. But Kanye like, was still very much like vocal about how aligned he was with certain people yeah that's a good point and drake is to some extent too like when he was beefing with common and like he took that weird picture outside of like a closed carry out or whatever which yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess that's the yeah, whatever you're trying to communicate here but uh yeah you don't have to like be ready to be aggressive necessarily mm-hmm. yeah well I, I don't i mean now that i'm thinking back to that time like i don't think Drake is, I mean, he obviously didn't come up with that narrative himself, but he just came out in a, during a time where it was an explosion of rappers like that at that time from like 06 to 09. That's when Lupe yeah. was hot. That's when Kit Cudi was hot. That's when um, Charles Hamilton was hot. That's when Wale, that's when Wale was hot. It was like all these people who were not street but they were close enough to the experience where they can like identify with it to a certain extent, but not from a first person perspective. They could just talk about the opposite react, not opposite, but other realities that come from those kind of environments. Like they were, 
to me the kind of the first people that made it cool to like be something alternative i mean I, I rap was like that already before it got like super like thugged out but they took it back to it but they weren't necessarily like militant as it was before with like public enemy and like yeah. rappers like that like these were just like well i'm just a, i'm just a guy yeah, right. from it wherever was like i'm the from most deaf and talib quoe style of like <laughs> yeah but less but even they were like militant to an extent yeah like, they they weren't like dead prayers but at the same time they were like very intentional with like giving you lessons which i don't yeah. feel like any of the rappers i named just now were like trying to do that exactly more than just like telling you my own life and then you can mm-hmm. get a lesson yeah. from my own life right right something that people like i think like to talk about and i think i've even made this comparison before on noisy is like the connection of drake and 808s and heartbreak and like mm-hmm. if because mainly be, well because he remixed say you will. will yeah, yeah. and so and so like and the, i think 40's been on record to like that kind of kind of crediting it but also like kind of being wary of saying it explicitly but he but like do you i mean how much of an effect do you think do you guys think that that theory is like kind of true or do you think that 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 influence is felt or like we would have drake without like that kind of creative decision that kanye made to head in this weird direction or i think that definitely helped drake and I was reading um, an overview of So Far Gone today, and they were basically saying like, without, without So Far, without Eight Hundred Eight and Heartbreaks, So Far Gone would feel corny, but it doesn't feel corny right. because Kanye took the the lashing for that already. Basically, right. like he he made it safe for you to do something similar to that. Yeah, but I don't think. Um, yeah, if anything, it's eight oh eight and heartbreaks that would be the most influential. Yeah. Anything that started any of this that's going on, because even the weekend, I honestly think the weekend sound is more like detectable in how many people is influenced, like from production to like sounding like you fucking underwater or like <laughs> like all the R and B eating cocaine. Yeah, cocaine dinner. So much shit sounds like that now, and it's like we're so familiar with the sound that we don't even realize it mm-hmm. it's yeah. i think house of balloons is more like sonically influential than any one particular pretty... drake project yeah and like yeah and, and take care i mean yeah was it was the, the weekend project like yeah he was a, he contributed with drake for that so yeah. if anything i think we got to look at the That's weekend and whoever was i forget the guy's name that produced house of balloons oh the um, one he got the fuck up out of here yeah that yeah. guy <laughs> we'll look it up and put it in this post yeah shout out to that guy yeah, though, that was good guy. production um well who i mean kind of getting back to dan's question too like like who who are you guys feeling we mentioned a boogie but like i guess now when you look at the young generation of rappers who who do you feel like is taking drake's influence or or feeling that the most um tory lane so tory lane bryson tiller yeah. is he does he count Bryson Taylor, a.k.a. Definitely. Young Tiller. Yeah, yeah, a.k.a. Young Tiller. Shout out Kyle Kramer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like anybody whose lyrical content is like, it's kind of like framed as like, I'm being progressive because I'm telling you my real feelings, but yeah, my right. actual feelings are not progressive. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm actually saying is not progressive, but the fact that I'm willing to share it with you that's a it's pretty fu- I've never thought about it that way that's pretty funny like I'm still <laughs> telling you that I 
I don't value you as much as I should, yeah. but I told you so. But I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we try to get that pork belly that's going on? Yeah, I mean, the pork belly sounds pretty good. Yeah, if it's gone, I'm going to be so mad. All right. Yeah, well, you just be mad at Drake, which I feel like is a common Drake. thing for you. I'm not mad. Look, I'm not <laughs> I'm not mad at Drake, and I don't hate Drake. I'm just confused by how everybody else views him. I want to get, uh, Rob, if we could get a sample of Trey saying, I don't hate Drake, just like those words. No, no, no. That- <laughs> Give the whole quote for context. Quote for just, context. I don't hate Drake. No context. Trey Smith. I don't hate Drake. I don't hate Drake. I know how to find all of you, so it's fine. Uh, Well, we got one more episode. We got one more episode. Um, You can follow these guys on Twitter. What what is it? At? At, It it doesn't matter. At doesn't 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 matter. matter. No, don't don't bother that person. Don't bother. Yeah. At don't bother. Um. At we haven't emo. gotten any better at this. At, 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 at that, that's episode. been the most astounding thing. Like y'all <laughs> yeah. done this every day, and it's still <laughs> and it's the same <laughs> as it was the first day. Hey, you know, yeah. we're just having fun. We're just having a good time online. Yeah, <laughs> okay, love to but do no, pranks. But no, it's Slimmy Hendrix. S L I M I, and then Hendrix. At True Laurels for Lawrence. Right. Thanks for the At I'm like an emo. So this is like the last. The last this, guests we're having. These are the last Except guests before the our, big one. For our big guests. Yeah. So uh, we will see you tomorrow on that episode, th- yeah. episode 31. 31 Days of Drake. Baby. very own. We did it, kind of, almost. The boy. Yeah, Wait, we're almost there. Did you all talk about Drake's dad at all? We, Shit. We, had, we didn't dedicate Fuck, an episode, okay. but there was a there was a through line of him yeah, brought yeah. up numerous times. We, let's do November, a podcast yeah, dedicated to Drake's, Drake's dad. <laughs> Wait, just give us, let's end it this way. Give us, like, uh, what do you do you like Drake's dad? Go. He, he, he seems fine. He's got a cool mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we maybe didn't need a whole episode for that. <laughs> uh, he played in the band, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, cool. Right. Yeah. Well, so you got a kind of a two episode, three, yeah. kind of three kind episodes. Of three, one about the peeing. Yeah. Two about Drake's influence. Yeah. You cringe when we say peeing. I, Why is it that? I would just, you let? Say you had you could cure cancer in the whole world. Okay. But, all right. But you had to let Drake pee on you. Would you do it? If I that would cure cancer. In the yeah, whole yeah, world? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's live. No pun intended. It's live streamed. Do people know that I'm getting peed on? No, you know, it's no. It's pretty clear that you're no, getting no, peed on. No, no, I mean, no. But do people know that it's going to cure cancer? No. no, 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 no. They don't. So I just but, have to live stream get peed on by yeah, Drake, yeah, yeah. and you can never tell anyone. Otherwise, cancer comes back. But I feel like I'm just not one person. Not, one. not even I like my significant like, other. No, 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 no. I feel like if you get peed definitely on, definitely real Canadian girlfriend can never. What's going to happen this. is you get you get peed on, and everybody sees that, and it's a big deal. But then the next day, like people stop getting cancer. So I feel like. People are really quickly going to forget about your peeing escapades after, like, the cancer news comes yeah, out. I mean, if Until Drake, people connect the dots. If Drake has taught me anything, it's that people forget about getting peed on. Yeah. So if Drake can for, if people can forget Drake got peed on. Certainly. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd, yeah, but yeah. Drake has magic powers. We talked about this. I would do it. I would get peed on by Drake on live television wow. with nobody knowing it if it would solve, not solve, <laughs> it was, cure it was cancer. cancer. Wow. Me too, I think. Yeah. I'd I would hope it. everybody would, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <Probably>. cancer. <laughs> it's like the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, what's up? This is Eric Sentiment. I'm about to get peed on by Drake to cure cancer. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that was good. I challenge uh, Trey Smith and Lawrence Bernie to take the pee challenge. <laughs>
Well, I noticed uh, that you didn't say Dan Ozzie. Yeah, yeah. I don't, we're not friends on Facebook, so yeah. I don't know how you would right. challenge no, me. Wait, yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, we'll see when we wait, get you out have of Facebook. Facebook. I have Facebook. <clears throat> follow us on Facebook. <laughs> you never hear people say that. That noisy. Follow, find me on Facebook. Find me, like me on Facebook. Uh, all right. Well, that's the penultimate episode. We'll yeah. see you for one more. One more. If you followed us this far, thank you, and I'm sorry. And we'll we're just see you in the next one. Peace. Okay. <laughs>